deeper you go, the weirder it gets. I'm your host, Get Renan. So this podcast episode is audio that has been taken from my first YouTube video. So I think I've mentioned this before that I just recently started a YouTube page. The YouTube page is the same name, the deeper you go, the weirder it gets. And the goal with the YouTube page is one to just kind of expand my reach. And so I didn't prepare this video maybe as much as I probably should have. I just kind of turned on the camera and went to town on it. And the the talk was about an update, a two-month update on my Ayauma Sama, talking about how it's going, what I've learned, and I even briefly talked about what is the hardest part of the restrictions. And I will say this, kind of a little preview, that I am learning a lot from Ayauma. It's quite fascinating. And, you know, I briefly talk about sex, the sex restrictions at the end of this episode, but I'm realizing that there is, this is a very deep rabbit hole. It's a very fascinating rabbit hole. Um, so I expect to do several more episodes on this and it's kind of the idea of transforming sexual energy, which is a creation energy. And it's, it's blowing my mind how powerful this is. And, um, of course, I'm finding some conspiracies in this, so that's just kind of a little preview of some some stuff that's coming down the pipe in the future. So anyway, without further ado, hope you enjoy this episode, the audio taken from my first YouTube video. As always, if you're enjoying this, please like it, give a comment, go to the YouTube page, like it, give a comment, anything you can do like that helps. Uh, without further ado, here you go. The deeper you go, the weirder it gets. I'm your host, Garrett Rennan. So this video is my first attempt at bringing my podcast to YouTube. And so for my YouTube audience, which is very small compared to my podcast audience, what I'm going to do is just, I'm just going to kind of jump right in and so, and not provide a whole lot of context to what I'm talking about. So if this video interests you, uh, I suggest that you start following my podcast and this will provide a lot more context to what I'm talking about. But what I am talking about, or I'm going to talk about is my year-long Sama. And so what that is, a year-long Sama is a, a way to make a connection to a plant spirit. This is done in the Shipibo tradition. This is done through ayahuasca. And so I am in the process of doing a year-long diet. And, and the words diet and Sama are essentially interchangeable. So I'm in the process of doing a year-long diet with a tree called Ayauma. And Ayauma is a very powerful and sacred medicinal tree that grows in the Amazon jungle. And so back in January, I went down to a place called Niwei Rao and opened up my year-long diet. And so I thought what the purpose of this episode is to give everybody an update as to how things are going. So I'm now two months in 
to this diet. So I want to talk about how's my connection and have I learned anything? Has uh, Ayauma taught me anything? And so when it first, when it comes to the connection, I will say that the connection is very good and it's very strong. See, in in the plant sama world, you you diet you can diet anything that's considered a master plant. And long story short, is a master plant is something that has medicinal and spiritual and energetic qualities. And so there are plants and there are trees, and all of them are powerful, but the trees are said to be a lot more powerful than the plants. And this should make a lot of sense when you go out into nature, whether it's the jungle or the forest or even the desert. You have plants and you have trees and the most dominating species in whatever environment you you are in are always the trees. So likewise, the trees have a lot more powerful energy associated to them. And so I've done, this is my fifth plant Sama and this is the first time doing a tree. And I can tell you that it's true. The trees are a lot more powerful and I feel the presence of Ayauma with me all the time. It feels like a guardian angel or a, a spiritual guide that's just with me all the time. And the way and the thing that's very interesting about this is these plants or trees, when, once, you make a commu- uh, once you make a connection to them, they communicate to you. But the way they communicate to you is not th- necessarily through words, but it's more through intuition and insights and I think of it as they are your see we're all connected to the spirit world or to the all as they're called in the seven hermetic principles or the source so whatever you want to think about whatever term you want to use but there's a the force right in Star Wars there's something that binds us all together there's a source that everything emanated from and so I think of this as a good kind of analogy is like, let's say you go to a foreign city in a foreign country, maybe a place that you don't even speak the language. If you were to show up there by yourself and there's a good chance you could have a good time, meet a lot of good people and gain a lot of positive experiences from that. But if you go by yourself in this unknown territory, there's also a very high likelihood that you could run into trouble, that you could stumble into a bad neighborhood and actually have a very bad time. Likewise, if you were to go to that same city, but you went there with a someone who lives in that city, then the likelihood of you having a better time significantly increases and the chances of you getting in trouble significantly decrease. And so that's one of the reasons why you diet plants is to have guides for the spirit world to help you out, to help you navigate the chaos that is everything. And so Ayauma has since I've dieted it, so I don't know if I said two months in to a year-long Sama. And so I have felt Ayuma's presence the whole time, and it just feels like 
it's there all the time. And so one of the big things it's teaching me is it's really helping me tune into my own intuition and listening to my heart and listening to my gut. And so one of the big things Ayahuma helped me with is it helped remove some negative, toxic people out of my life. So I found myself in this situation where I, and I'm sure we've all been there before, where you have, you know someone and you're in that realm of it's complicated, right? So you're not necessarily dating them, but you have this relationship with them and, you know, it's complicated. We've all been there. And so I had been talking with this person and we had a long we've had kind of a long history in this kind of on and off type of a thing. And, you know, the thing about being on a diet is you're not supposed to, well, you can't have sex and you're not supposed to be intimate. So going into this diet, it was wondering, well, am I going to have any type of relationship with someone is in, in like a romantic relationship, even though I can't necessarily be intimate, but, um, this particular person, she, uh, was, she's somewhat connected into the medicinal world and that I'm the, the plant medicine world and understands what I'm going through. And so we've kind of been talking, but, um, as we were talking and over the last two months, I kept getting these weird intuitions, like something's up, something's up, something doesn't feel right. Something's off. And you know, so I start having kind of these questions of like, what's really going on here? And as I'm thinking about that, Ayauma keeps popping up and I'm asking questions when we're having conversations, trying to dig a little deeper to find out what's going on. And the whole time I'm questioning like, is this, is this girl the one or is she not the one? Should I be pursuing a relationship or not? And then at that point, I felt like, Ayauma came in and Ayauma feels a lot like a uh, a buddy, right? Uh, and was like, look, bro, <laughs> she's not the one and I'm going to show you why. And so I just kind of get flooded with all these visions and thoughts. And so then I, and then we end up having this conversation. And so I talked to her and it turns out that she's been very deceitful over the last several months. And while that was definitely hard to deal with, I'm extremely grateful for that, right? Because if you have someone in your life who's toxic or at the very least not helping you out, we need to remove, we need to cut these cords. You know, I like to think about, they always say you are the average of the five people you hang out with the most. And I believe that's true. And so it's always a good thing to try to reevaluate who are the core people in your life and are they serving you? Are they helping you? And sometimes we have to remove people out of that, out of our core group of people, even though it may be hard. And so that's essentially what happened. And uh, I'm extremely grateful for that and what was really fascinating about this and I feel like Ayauma is really
really helping me tune into that intuition because all these visions and thoughts that were kind of coming into my head were a hundred percent spot on. In fact, it was almost kind of, I was kind of impressed. I was like, wow, everything that I felt was going on was actually happening. And, you know, this also makes me think of another quote. Um, so it goes something like this, where it's like a, a wise man learns from their own mistakes, but the wisest man learns from the mistakes of others. And so this situation taught me a lot about honesty, right? Like sometimes there are harsh truths that people do not want to say because the truth can oftentimes hurt. But what can hurt more than the truth is suppressing the truth because the longer you suppress the truth, it just starts to spiral and it builds and it builds and builds and all this pressure. And then if that truth ever gets revealed, well, then you find yourself in a situation that is no longer repairable. And that's kind of essentially what happened in my situation. Whereas if the truth would have came out at the beginning, it would have sucked. It would have been hard to deal with, but the, the relationship, maybe not in a romantic way could have been saved, but maybe there could have been a friendship saved, right? It, it, it would have, it would have been salvageable, but because this thing went on and on and on and then it exploded well then it was like well now we're at a point of no return because in relationships whether they're romantic or friendships right i don't know about you but in my world trust and respect are everything and if you don't have those then that's you don't have a foundation to to build off of and you know, anyway, that's kind of where I'm at with the with the check-in uh, of how the diet's going. So doing great, feeling great. Uh, I guess I'll give one more kind of update for those because uh, I did a podcast on the restrictions. And someone asked me the other day, you know, what's, what's the hardest thing? Because I mentioned the hardest things about the restrictions are the no sex, the uh, no salt, and then I would even say like no spices and re restricting the type of media you intake. And obviously the big ones that people, all, the biggest one people always gravitate towards is the no sex. And is that the hardest um, restriction? And for me, it's actually not. I mean, yes, it's it's going to suck for to not have sex for an entire year. Although I've mentioned this before, as I've been growing on this journey, like sex is not even about it's not even about the sex for me. It's more about the actual connection and the relationship. Like I am no longer interested in the random hookups. I'm no longer interested in hookup culture. I don't want to use someone see the problem with our society nowadays with apps like tinder is that p 
people use other people essentially for masturbation devices, right? They hook up with someone just to satisfy a primal urge, no connection, and then they just move on to the next person. And while that can be fun, I think there is a cost to your spiritual development. And and I just think that there's something there's something more to sex. So in all honesty, I do not miss sex. I do miss a very deep, intimate connection with someone. But the whole point of this is the hardest thing for me has actually been the lack of salt. Right now, my body hurts. See, when you don't have salt in your system, you don't have proper electrolytes. And if you've ever kind of been dehydrated, you know that you can have, you're subject to muscle cramps. Well, that's essentially how my body feels. I feel like I'm walking around in a constant muscle cramp. Now, it's very subtle. It's probably a three or four on a scale of 10. So I'm not in pain, but I'm just constantly sore. So that's kind of been tough to deal with. And I hear that it starts to get better in about a month that your body will start to adjust to having the, the lack of salt. So all in all, I'd say that the uh, the diet is going extremely well. I'm I'm extremely happy with my connection to Ayauma and how it's helping me out. It's helping me. It's clearing a path. It's this guide and protector saying we don't need this person. We don't need that. Move out of the way because we're going somewhere. So that's where I am. So if you like this video. One, I suggest you check out my podcast. It's called The Same Name, Deeper You Go, The Weirder It Gets. You can find it on all on all platforms. Uh, yeah, that's all I got. I'll see you on the other side.